The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hello, everyone. I have the absolute pleasure today of introducing Lorenzo Laposta, Senior Analyst at MGM. And Lorenzo is going to be chatting a little more about the developments we've been seeing in China of late. Lorenzo, take it away. Hi, Michael. Wow. <laughs> the absolute pleasure. That's, uh, that's great words from you. Um, and thanks for having me this week. Um, what I wanted to touch on um, today is the People's Bank of China. The Chinese Central Bank has just injected about 660 billion renminbi of short-term liquidity into the financial system last week. And that's about uh, maybe 100 billion US dollars or so. The bank reiterated uh, that this injection was done to uh, fulfill a surge in seasonal demand for cash and also to ensure that there is um, sufficient liquidity ahead of uh, regulatory checks within banks. But probably uh, this was also done to um, calm fears and help avoid financial contagion that might result from the Evergrande crisis in China. Um, these injections go uh, somewhat against um, the government's um, standoff approach to the future of this property developer, but they certainly help um, stabilize market confidence. And also, you know, to be fair, while this amount seems pretty significant, it actually looks a lot more marginal when compared to the total liquidity that's been injected since the start of 2020 and through, obviously, uh, the coronavirus crisis. Uh, that number is hovering around 19 trillion renminbi, which is about 3 trillion US dollars. Well, thank, thanks, Lorenzo. And, and yes, absolutely. It's, been, uh, it's certainly been very interesting, the, the news that, is, that has been coming out of China of late. Um, but why should we be thinking about this, this more? Well, uh, this injection comes as uh, concerns mounted over the health of the Chinese real estate and credit markets. One of a grand day in August warned of the risk of a uh, possible default. And with liabilities of over 300 billion US dollars, um, clearly these concerns continue to unsettle investors. Uh, some recent reports revealed that the company has missed interest payments to overseas investors for about the second time in a week, um, with potential for further contagion through the entire Chinese financial system and potentially even a wider global impact. And this comes at um, a relatively unfortunate time when the Chinese economy is already slowing down following the imposition of restrictions um, as the country obviously attempts to contain the spread of uh, the Delta variant of uh, the COVID-19. The strict movement controls have um, hurt retail spending, have hurt travels, and also um, you know, that shows up in the recent purchasing managers index uh, that just slipped below the 50 level, so it went into uh, contraction territory. And while uh, we'll wait to see what happens with Evergrande, uh, it will also be interesting to see uh, what's the continued response from the central bank as it tries to ease market concerns um, as best as it can. Well, thanks very much, Lorenzo. Always fascinating to, to hear your thoughts. Um, thanks for your time, and I look forward to catching up with you next week. Well, thank you, Michael. It was a pleasure, and um, see you next week.
for professional advisors only. The views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication, but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management, company registration number 37330094, has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom and is an authorised financial services provider pursuant to the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. Your capital is at risk.